Greetings, adventurer. Welcome to the D20 Academy podcast. I'm Shiloh. And I'm Gabriel, and this week on GameForge, we're making a Magic the Gathering tabletop role-playing game. Hey guys, this week we're doing another GameForge. Last week, um, our prompt was like our dream tabletop role-playing game, and we kind of ended up with something really cool. So go check out that one if you haven't already. Um, basically, in this series... Um, during each episode, we kind of come up with the basics and the concepts of a tabletop role-playing game and how it would work. And this week, we're doing one with Magic the Gathering, so that's pretty cool. Um, hey, if you're listening on Apple or someplace where you can rate the podcast, uh, it would mean a lot to us if you did that. It can help our podcast reach more people. Okay. Hey. Why do you always right. start us off like you're trying to sell us a used car? <laughs> that's actually, this podcast is just a front to sell my my car dealership business. Um, you know, I'm like, I really need those, that audience in the tabletop role-playing game community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No one's... No other dealership I know has been able to snag them yet, so I really want to get them under my thumb. So I'm going to start a podcast. Um, <laughs> okay, so today we're building an RPG on Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Yeah. I think Magic the Gathering is an incredible game. We both like it a lot. It's incredibly popular. I love it a lot. has a lot of content in it. And yeah. we would like to see it adapted in multiple ways. Yeah, I'm obsessed with it, actually. I love Magic the Gathering. I, I always go through, like, phases where, like, I'm addicted to it, and then, like, I don't play it for a while, then I, like, get really back into it. Um, anyway, Magic is awesome. I love it. Uh, big fan of it. Uh, I play it with Gabe. But, uh, anywho, I think, yeah, I think it makes such a cool RPG. And, Gabe, can you, can you kind of explain, like, you were kind of, you mentioned it last, Game Forge. Right. Um, yeah, one of the cool things I think about Magic of the Gathering is how straightforward and precise the wording is in mm-hmm. the cards, which are you, what you're mainly looking at to reference things if you don't play the game or have never been around <laughs> it. By, oh, yeah, by the way, Magic is a trading card game. <laughs> yeah. By the way. It has a lot of really precise keywords and precise language that, that detail exactly how things play out and it's not written like your it's a storybook it's written like a rule book and it has flavor text yeah. as well it's just it's i really like the wording and the language that they use on the cards yeah something that gabe really doesn't like is like when in tabletop rpgs when they write the rules kind of in a more like a flavorful way because, like, it's not exact, and it can be obscure and confusing. And I think we both, like, really love magic and how precise everything is. Everything has to be so specific. Like, the rules are pretty basic, but, like, the details... There's a lot of details in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when it comes to things like the stack and all that kind of stuff. And so, like... The game requires these very specific detailed rules. Like, it t- t- like it will depend, like, if a card tech says, like, do this, 
and then it's list like it, the card has two effects and this effect happens after this effect like if they were switched like it could actually like totally change the way that the rules work like it's very specific um and that means that there can be like no confusion over those kinds of things and i think in games like D&D, like sometimes the way it's worded is like what <laughs> like it's flavor and rules at the same time and so it it just is weird yeah i get i get it that like you want to give players something to work off of to flavor their abilities and their gameplay but you don't have to do that in the rule text yeah yeah for sure uh anyway so one thing to note is that there is kind of a magic the gathering role-playing game in the sense that there are campaign settings uh for D&D for two Magic the Gathering planes, mm-hmm. uh, Ravnica and Theros. Um, and so technically, like, there is, and so that's why I kind of want to take a different approach. Um, okay, let me real quick, kind of, for you, those of you who are really unfamiliar with Magic the Gathering. Okay, so it's a trading card game. It's developed by the same uh, studio that makes, uh, that now owns D&D. And um, basically the concept is that you and your friends, whoever you're playing against, um, your opponent or opponents, uh, it's cool that there's actually an infinite number of, like, players. Like, you can play a two-player game, you can play a four-player game, like, you can do whatever you want with that, which is super cool. Um, but anyway, you are all planeswalkers, who are essentially beings who can transport between planes, which are, like, worlds, basically, for different fantasy worlds. And over your adventures, you've gone to various different lands and encountered various creatures and heroes and learned spells. And when you sit down at the table and play the game, you're playing all these, like, spells that you've learned. Like, you know, fireballs and summoning creatures and and playing lands that you've encountered and that you've gone to in your journeys. And it's kind of like all this stuff that you've collected over your adventures, you're, like, playing against another planeswalker. Um, to try to defeat them. Um, and so there's, like, all kinds of, like, monsters you can play, and then you can, like, you know, there's, like, all different kind of, like, spells to manipulate, uh, your deck, which is called your library, or, like, your graveyard, which is, like, your discard pile, kind of, and, like, where stuff goes when they die, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and essentially, each new set they release about for a year, um, is set in a different plane. And so all the cards are centered around, like, the characters and events and places within that plane. Um, and so the D&D s- stuff is they have campaign settings for two of the planes so that you could play some of the character you, you could play a character, you play a campaign in that Magic the Gathering plane. Which is super cool. Yeah, I think it's pretty sick. Uh, of course, I think it's a great idea. There's a lot of crossover in like fans and communities. Yeah. So I think that was a great idea for them to do that. But because that's already been done, we don't want to just make, okay, this is 5th edition, um, but all the, sp- like, all the spells are just renamed, or we just add yeah, Magic yeah. the Gathering spells. In yeah, some right. Reason. Yeah, I, I want to take a different approach. I want to make a game that feels kind of like playing Magic. That's also a tabletop RPG. Okay. And to do that, I don't think you play a random little character on a plane. I think in our tabletop role-playing game, you are a planeswalker. And you 
can travel between these various worlds and you have access to all like these cool spells and monsters and all that kind of stuff okay to me that's a very different approach than how they have it in D&D right now which is just like here's just a campaign setting for a plane but you don't play a planeswalker you just play a character who lives on this plane right mm -hmm. but like actually making a game where you're a planeswalker you're like a pretty powerful being who can travel between worlds and like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that's an interesting place to start. I, all right, a couple questions, okay? That we have to answer. Mm -hmm. Based just based off of that, as a planeswalker, character progression then becomes harder to rationalize. How about that? Uh, really, I feel like character progression is way easier to rationalize. Well, I mean, you're based on like where you start and off and like where do you start and where do you end? You know? Okay, okay. Like, what makes sense as a place to start off when you're already someone who can travel between planes, and what makes sense as a place to go? You know? Sure, sure, sure. Right, I mean, okay. So, I think it still is a game, as an RPG that feels kind of like D&D. &D. Uh, you have a party of heroes, and you guys grow in power, and you go on adventures and defeat villains and stuff like that, right? I, I think it, it still definitely lends itself to that. Magic, by the way, it does have a story. Uh, each card set continues the story. Um, and kind of the main story right now, uh, well, I mean, not completely right now, but there, like the big story that was happening was kind of like a, a, an Avengers kind of deal. Um, there was this group called the Gatewatch, uh, which are essentially a group of planeswalkers um, that have formed together to protect the multiverse from all the different threats. And so each set, they travel to a new set, uh, they travel to a new plane to deal with the threat there. And there is this villain, uh, like this Thanos essentially, behind the scenes pulling the strings and eventually it builds up to this one big set where like they had to defeat him. Um, on Ravnica, actually. But anyway, I think, because that was kind of the story that was kind of going on. We were following this group of superhero planeswalkers and stuff, and they were all different, and they would pick up some new planeswalkers that would join the group every once in a while. Um, and they were going to defeat this villain and his schemes over the, over the course of these different worlds. And I think that kind of feels like D&D, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think we can still definitely build that kind of a game. I think it just is going to operate much differently. Because... Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, we have to figure out where do we start? How do we progress? The general feel of, of the game. You want the feel of the party to be as like a party of adventurers, getting stronger to defeat something. We want to. What do we want to incorporate cards in some way? Or do yeah, we want that's, to? that's a <laughs> that's definitely a question. Yeah. Okay. Like the kind of the only concrete idea that I have. Mm -hmm is I love the idea of character creation being choosing your colors. Okay. And so in Magic, uh, can you sorry, can you explain the, the, the color wheel to yeah. our, our All right. people? So in see? Magic, there are each card, there are different colors, okay? It's black, white, green, red. Am I forgetting something? Blue. Blue, thank you. I hate blue. That's why I forget it. I love blue. <laughs> and they all have 
certain features that are that they excel at. Let's let's say that. Yeah. And certain things that they excel at. Each color has their own strengths and weaknesses as to what is available in that color. You know. Yeah. Like you can get something that deals damage in you know blue, but it the red spell of that would probably be be better because that's something that's like in the wheelhouse of the red color, more so exactly. than blue. Yeah. So, so most cards are one color, but some are combination of colors. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there's a lot of things to go into balancing these cards as to what they do and what color they are and how much they cost. But the mm. colors are really important, especially depending on what game mode you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, by the way, you can play Magic in a, like a ton of different formats. Like there's different ways to play Magic, which is cool. Um, <laughs> a little overwhelming, I guess. Yeah, yeah um, there's a lot to it. But essentially, like the biggest choice you make, no matter what format, when you're building your deck, you have to choose the colors that you want. Yeah. And so maybe you'll just choose one color, which means you only have access to cards in that color. But you know, like you'll have you'll have a very strong theme, a pretty synergistic kind of deal. Uh, but if you choose multiple colors, you have access to more strengths and stuff, right? Um, for example, green is very good at like getting you more mana, which is what you use to cast spells. Um, and so by getting more mana, you can cast bigger spells and you can get ahead of your opponent by casting more spells and bigger spells with green. And then maybe I also want black with graveyard shenanigans to bring creatures back from the dead and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll make my deck black and green because that's kind of what I want to do. Or maybe I'll also like throw in white because I want some life gain or, you know, because each of these colors has like a different strength and stuff. Um, and so that's like a big part of building your deck is like the colors in your deck, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think character creation being like choosing your colors, which is kind of which gives you access to the various different spells in that color or whatever, or however we want to do it. Like I think that's that that's what character creation is. Because like once again, you could like go really hard on like one color, and become really good at that, or maybe kind of like diversify mm. and be in like three colors, and so ha have access to like all those kinds of strategies. But you know, like not. Ex be super good at any of them. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Alright, so I'm I think that's super cool. Thinking that character progression is going to be in kind of two sort of different ways. By I'm wondering if it's going to be I don't know if I don't know if cards is the right thing, so you don't want it to be literally just magic. No, I don't think we have cards, but I yeah. think we have things that are based off of the cards. Yeah. Like s spells, like spell slots or something. And we could have it so that you, you know, over time can, quote unquote, like prepare spells you're preparing in. Like, like building your deck in magic. Yeah, like building your deck or preparing spells in D&D &D if you're a prepared caster. Or... Mm -hmm. And then unlocking different, you know, cards as spells. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, by the way, instead we don't have spell slots, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's right in front of us. Like, we... Mana. Like, yeah. you have mana points and you have a certain amount of each color, right? So, for example, if you're just on blue let's just say i don't know the numbers yet but let's say if you're just a blue planeswalker your character's just blue you start off with like five blue mana to cast spells and then every day it resets like you know mm -hmm. 
But then if you want to be black and green, like you have to choose, oh, I want two green and three black. But that means, you know, you can't cast three green spells or you know what I mean? Yeah. By going into more colors, you have less mana access, like access, to them, you know what I mean, of each color. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which makes things like really tactical in what spells you prepare for that day. Yeah, yeah. And so, so it end, ends up working out like some sort of like a spell point system. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with colors to further restrict it. Yep. Okay, okay. Dude, this sounds dope. I want to play this already. <laughs> I like this. I like where this is going. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I think... Alright. Role-playing is role-playing, you know... If you don't want to, you don't necessarily have to have the most intense, strict rules for things. But how do you dictate, you know, some some sort of randomized event? Like, oh, do I persuade him or not? You know, is it strictly just based right. off of like, if it's just based off of like, oh, the DM says like, okay, I'm I'm persuaded or I'm not persuaded. Or I think that's sure. deceiving enough, or that's not deceiving y enough. Y you mean, like, outside of skills? Like, yeah. outside of uh, spells, you mean? Yeah, outside of spells. Are there, like, skills and yeah. stuff like that? I mean, yeah. Because, like, okay, so, like, the Gatewatch, like, that Avengers group that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. They're all people. Okay, so basically what a planeswalker is, is, is someone who grew up, like, on, on a plane, like a normal person, but they were born with a really rare ability to planeswalk. And you discover it when a really traumatic thing happens in your life. It's 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 called that your planeswalker spark ignites, and you planeswalk to a random plane for the first time. Um, and that's like how you know like you're a planeswalker, and then you can start to kind of uh, define like get that power. I like it's not like a power that once you have it, you can like just walk anywhere. I think I think it is kind of described as like a very like you have to learn it, you have to fine tune it so you can land in the place you're trying to go and like all that kind of stuff. Um, so, by the way, I don't think we're, like, planeswalking a ton. I think like, that's, like, a important, like, kind of a bigger ordeal. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just like how in a tabletop RPG, when you're traveling to a new city, a new location, right? Um, it's going to be like that. So, you they are people. They're just kind of super-powered people. Um, but, you know, they some fight with weapons and stuff, like normal. Mm -hmm. um, so, how do we dictate that? How do we, do we have skills and we roll dice how do we determine when you succeed and when you don't uh yeah i mean that's a good question <laughs> what do you think <laughs> okay should we figure out like the spells first like is that more important and then whatever system we kind of develop with that the rest of the system is kind of based off of You know I guess. I, mean? I, I think I know what you're saying. Like, if, for example, we decide, like, a D20 system, like, works really well, mm -hmm. or that kind of thing with, like, the spells, then that's what we'll adapt to the rest of, like, skills and stuff like that. But, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mm -hmm. know if, like, those should be two... I feel like those should be one system, and I feel like that's... Spells is way more important to develop, and everything can just be based around that, that system's concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so let's figure out how figure out how spells work <laughs> okay easier um, said than done easier said than done <laughs> uh right okay so 
planeswalkers are like really diverse in magic they're the different powers that they have um and once again they never re like really talk about it but the original concept for the game is that you as a player are a planeswalker right and then like playing the lands and the creatures and the spells that you've learned over your journeys and like that's not technically how it works mm -hmm. like in the story and stuff um but like you know some can like you know depending on their colors do certain thing uh basically the main five in the gatewatch the main five avengers essentially are one of each color and so the red one she's like a um a pyromancer and then the black one you know she uh, has like zombie armies and stuff she can like raise people from the dead and like animate dead and the green one has like a really big connection to earth and can like summon elementals so like when in regards to like you know like playing a creature in the game is like your planeswalker is summoning a creature you know what i mean mm -hmm. i feel like we don't go that route i think we make it more like how it is in the story and kind of more like D D. like some spells yeah summon creatures or whatever do you know what i'm trying to say all, all they're, I'm hearing they're... is that you don't like summoning spells. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah, I, I get, I get we, what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. We already know that I don't like summoning spells. But, like, can we develop a system where summoning spells is not irritating like D&D? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. But once again, like, I think that should only, like, be in certain colors, like, green. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you're just summoning, like, animals and all that kind of stuff. Like, goblins. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, how in the game, like, playing a goblin is like you're summoning it. Like, no. Like, you're not summoning another person. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you're summoning, like, an elemental or, like, animated yeah, yeah, dead, like, that's yeah. different. Okay. Okay. You know, a lot like uh, that Magic Legends game, you know. That we played two minutes of. That we played two minutes of. Like, you're not, like, like you're summoning, like, rock elementals and stuff. Like, you're not yeah. summoning, like, people. <laughs> like, soldiers. <laughs> you know? Even though, like, those are creatures in the game. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we've narrowed our focus a bit, gives an, uh, us an, a direction, but we have no idea how this works. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, question. Mm -hmm. This kind of mana concept, right? You have certain colors of mana and stuff. Is What do you think of like a dice system? where, like, the symbols on the dice are, like, the different colors of magic. And, like, you roll those to, like, see if you can cast a spell or whatever. Something like that. Okay. Like, is that kind of tight? Hmm. Okay, and then, for example, okay. Yeah. And then if we take that system, then, it like, then being able to, like, translate, like, that same core concept into, like, skills and stuff. Like, what if the number of a skill is how much dice you roll and if you roll like your color like you succeed or whatever do you know what i mean like we can i feel like we can kind of translate that also like into a all right i've got a couple problems system. with that yeah if it works like that where you're just rolling one dice that has or like a number of dice that have all of the colors on it then playing with multiple colors no no is yeah just no i know better no, I I wouldn't think that's how it should be. I'm just saying like something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just trying to take that down the logical path of if that right, then right, what? Right. So But you know, what if like every turn 
you roll an amount of dice equal to your level or whatever. And like the symbols you get is like what you can spend on like your spells. I don't know. Is that weird? Because okay, but but then also like then I think at that point there needs to be specific dice that are just like all green or whatever because like if you want to choose one color. Yeah. The point in magic choosing one color, the reason why that's a good idea is because like you'll you'll always be able to cast a spell. Because if you have multiple colors in magic, sometimes you may not have uh, anything that produces a, a mana of a color you need, so you can't cast spells of that color. But if you're playing just green, all your things that produce mana just produce green mana, so you can cast all your spells. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anyway, we have to figure something like that. I'm just saying, is there a room for like a dice system where like the dice have the magic symbols on them? That was just my idea. So we can just mull over it. Okay, what if it was like this, okay? There's a dice, there's a die for each of the colors. Mm-hmm. With, you know, symbols range, ranging from zero to, you know, whatever. Two, three. And you can roll an amount of these dice equal to, I don't know what, your level or something. Okay. But you can choose which colors to roll, like, each turn. <laughs> so if you're, like, a multicolored caster, you can... Okay, I can roll five dice. I'm going to roll, you know, three green, two white. You know? Right. But you'll, but you'll always have the color you need, though. It's just the amount of colors, you mean. I feel like that's, that's like, not a ton of risk. Do you know what I mean? I mean, like, you can roll... Like, the dice can come up blank. You know? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you yeah, might... Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if you, like, roll <coughs> two white hoping to get, you know... Three white to cast something. I see what you mean. You might not get that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, if you have... If you're just, like, one color, then you're rolling, like, all green, like... High chance you're gonna get the green you need. Exactly. But if you're multicolored, like rolling, like if the if the spell is black and white, like okay, I'll, I I can I can roll a total of three dice. I'll roll two white and a black. But like if the black comes up blank, you can't cast it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Though I don't think you choose the spell and then roll. I think you roll. Yeah. And then you yeah. can choose what to cast. Yeah, depending on what you have. Yeah. Because uh, that's how magic works. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Wait, this is like. I'm sorry. Kids are screaming in my background. Um. <laughs> this is like cool <laughs> like this is like pretty cool <laughs> i think this is pretty cool all right i like this a lot okay so yeah we yeah. have an idea of a dice like... system yeah i think from there we, we can do skills pretty easily like you roll an amount and need an amount of symbols you know okay hear me out Should dice, should skills be attributed to, like, colors? It, it kind, in a way. That, like, way. you know, if you take, like, D&D skills, mm -hmm. like, the nature skill is, like, a green skill. Kind of, just hear me out. Mm. Like, a green skill, and then, like, you know, intimidation is, like, red, and deception is, like, blue. Um, right? Yeah. And then, like, what, maybe... What are black skills? Uh... Murder. <laughs> Murder. 
murder. <laughs> uh, you know, or whatever. But not. Uh, I like the I idea. I'm just. I don't, I don't know, know how you make enough so that each color. No, sure, sure, sure. I, I think in that way, then it's like, the, instead of like abilities, you have colors, but that doesn't make sense. So that is not what I want to do. So never mind. Speaking of like abilities and stuff, like, yeah. <laughs> what is your character's like stats? You know? Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe they. Hear me out. Hear me out. Mm hmm Instead of abilities, you have the five colors. So actually, your character is essentially all five colors, okay? Okay. And the uh, the number in each of those is how many of those dice you roll. So, by putting most of your, like, having blue your highest score, there's a high chance you'll roll, like, blue symbols and stuff. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? does the score mean? That's how many dice you roll of that color That's every dice at the you roll of that turn color. or whatever. So, like, you can have, like, black and blue, like, the highest and, like, pretty equal, because mm -hmm. you like to cast both those spells. Um, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. the... If you have, like, a one in white, red, and green, like, you roll those dice just to sp pay for, like, generic cost, you know, like, not colored cost. Um, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then, like... If you like want like a high 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 number in blue, you're gonna be casting mostly blue spells because you'll have a lot of it. Does that make sense? Okay. Like is is that kind of a direction we can go? I think so. And then like with the skills, mm -hmm. if they're attributed to a color, kind of like how skills are in D and D, then like you roll the amount of dice equal to that skill, you know, that like an attribute, and then like you can, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. or something like that. The DM can... Yeah, is it too do. weird that, like, your character is, in a sense, like, all five colors? Or, like, do you think that's fine? Um... God, I think, also, like, you're, when you choose your repertoire of spells, you don't have access to every single spell. Mm -hmm. And so you're just going to be choosing the ones of, like, your highest scores. So, like, essentially, you really only are casting, like, black and blue spells. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess we can roll with that. I think that works. I'm trying to think of the downsides of a system like that. Mm -hmm. I think that I, I think I think that's better too. And then also that means in character progression, when you get to the equivalent of an ability score increase, like you can begin to essentially multi-class and begin to increase your score like in white if you want to start mm -hmm. adding like white spells. So you're not like street like stuck in to the colors you chose at character creation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I... Okay. So then how do... We also have to determine how many spells you have. And get. Do we have, like, a character level? I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I think so. I, I don't... Yeah, I guess and so. We can Unless just, like, have a table like that better. dictates how many spells... You can... Yeah. All right. Yeah. So do you have access to any spell that you want? Do we have, like, oh, you can have... Mm -hmm. Do you prepare mm -hmm. for a day? Or is it, like, random? Do you okay, have... hear me out. 
So I think we kind of do it, like, prepared. Okay. So, like, maybe, like, every, you know, long rest, like, you can prepare a certain amount of spells, but, like, you know much more than the amount you can prepare. Mm -hmm. And the ones you know, instead of, like, spell lists, like, in D&D, depending on your class, I think there is, like, a generic list, maybe, or something, and then, like, your home plane. So, like, if your character comes from Ravnica, like, the spells you, you, you know are, like, Ravnica kind of spells. Or, like, Pharaoh spell. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, those are the starting spells that you know. And then, I don't know, maybe over the course of the game you can learn other ones from the places you go to or something? I don't know. I think that's kind of cool, though. That adds, like, a third element to, like, character creation. Hmm. Like, your colors and, like, your home plane dictates what spells you know. That is interesting, actually. Alright, so there's, like, the basic lists of, you know, blue and red spells, but because you came from, you know, Theros, you get access to... Yeah, some, some Theros-specific blue and red spells. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, all, like, Theros-specific spells of all colors. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, yeah, you're yeah. going to choose the one, yeah. Okay, and also, what's cool is that every time you level up, or whatever... Mm -hmm however you choose, like, that you learn a spell of a plane that you've been to. So now you can choose once again, like, you know, like, wherever the campaign starts or whatever, like, now when you level up, you can choose a spell from that spell list to know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and that means, like, traveling to, like, new places, like, it's kind of like you're picking up the knowledge and, like, I think that's cool. Yeah, I like the idea of as the as the campaign progresses and you go to more places, you, you know, accumulate knowledge from those places. Yeah, you don't get access to it's only like all the spells on that list. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But like a couple of them, like I, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. And and that's like that's very story specific too, which is cool. I. You know. Yeah. All right, so here's my question now. Yeah. How do we make each color feel unique enough so that gameplay isn't, like, the same no matter what color you choose and mm -hmm. also have it be balanced with each other? Within against each <laughs> other, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, first off, the colors in Magic are not balanced. Like, blue, yeah. e blue and black are, like, really strong and white is, like, the worst by far <laughs> by the way um, I mean, it kind of depends on the format you're playing and stuff but um <laughs> and like, there's so many things to take into account like you're not just like having a bunch of creatures out on the board like your health is your health it's not some creatures that you that you've summoned for most of the part for the most part yeah 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 um you know yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean that's something you have to figure out. That I don't think we can dive super deep into like the details of that. No, but I think we should, we should get like, get an idea of how sure. how does combat work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that, that that's a good point. I think we should figure out how combat works. I mean, yes, you can cast like spells out of combat and stuff or whatever. But mm -hmm. okay, so first we have to figure out like when do you roll the dice, right? Like at the beginning of your turn. That, but that just means you can cast an infinite amount of spells, right? So even outside of con, like that makes sense in combat. That's balanced and fine because you'll you know. But outside of combat, you can essentially cast an infinite amount of spells, right? Mm -hmm. So we do have to figure that out. When do you produce mana or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I mean that's that's we have, I think we have to figure that out first. How How is people's power limited in like the story of Magic the Gathering? Cuz I'm not super familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. It's Is it just like, unclear. "Oh, they get tired." <laughs> yeah, it's unclear. I mean, it they kind of have like infinite magic in the sense like they can always like cast like a cantrip, I guess. But like it is explained like when they do do like a powerful spell, like it takes a lot out of them. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's like fantasy story, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> oh, they get tired, <laughs> and obviously you can't have that in a game. So mm -hmm. no, like for every spell that someone casts, they have to take an amount of like downers or something, like sedatives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you have like? In 4th edition, like, the healing surges, like, you have an amount of times you can, like, produce mana, like, roll dice. You know what I mean? Or, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know, that's, like, another resource then. It, uh... Hmm. Okay. In magic, you mana is produced from, like, the land. So, like, the land is, like, very magical... In the sense that, like, when red planeswalkers are, like, in a volcano, like, they, their magic is, like, amplified and stuff like that. Uh, and I guess, like, when a black character is, like, in a graveyard. Um, but, um... I, I, like, I don't think we can do something like that. That's just weird. And, yeah. But, like... Okay, okay, yeah. okay. What if... What if... Okay. The... You know, like, you have the colors as, like, your different abilities. What if that's not the amount of dice that you roll, but rather the amount of dice you can roll? The max amount you can roll, okay? Mm-hmm. And for casting spells, each day there is a max amount of dice, you can, max total amount of dice you can roll. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. if you're trying to cast, like, a really big spell, you know, a cast yeah. that costs a, a lot of mana, you can roll, you try and, like, roll the max amount of dice that you can roll, you know? So if you have, mm -hmm. like, a six in red, you can roll six dice. Yeah. But you have a max amount of dice you can roll each day. So by rolling more dice to try and cast a more powerful spell, you're using up your resource. I see. So there, there's low-key, like, another resource pool. Not really, but, like, like a hit point maximum, right? There's some kind of, like, maximum. And every time you roll a dice, you, you know, you track your current. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's 10. And so every, so you roll five dice at the try cast a spell or whatever. Like, you have five left for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Okay, but then in that case, what's the point of the other colors? Because you're just going to choose the colors that you need. For the skills, right? Yeah. I guess so, but I... I, I, I kind of like the idea that like, you are rolling like the dice for like each of the, each of the colors, you know what I mean? 
What do you mean? I, I don't know. It, it just, in that way, like, if you are, like, mono red, like, you're just rolling, like, your red dice and stuff. Mm-hmm. Every time. For your spells. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I kind of... I mean, that, I guess that's fine. I was kind of thinking, like, let's say in, in a different world it, it worked. Like, at the beginning of your turn, you just roll all your dice, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the point of having, of, like, your scores, being careful with where you place your scores. You know what I mean? Because, like, you want to make sure that you have enough blue and enough black to cast the, the spells that you want. And you're also just rolling, like, one white dice, one red dice, one green dice, even if those aren't your super colors. And you can just spend those, like, for generic or whatever. But, like, I feel like in this way, like, it takes away... Do you know what I mean? What does it How take? I don't get what one. it takes away. Like, if you could roll a maximum of, like, ten dice in the day, mm -hmm. and, like, you have a, you know, a three in blue and a three in black or whatever, like, when you cast the, when you want to cast a blue spell that turn, you're just gonna roll, like, your blue dice. But on the other hand, like, you roll all your dice, and, like, depending on what you get, that's what you have to now choose what spell. I thought it's we like, wanted characters like, to specialize in a color or two colors or... Yeah, but if you have more in blue, you will be rolling more blue dice. And they have a higher chance of getting blue symbols. But, like, you don't know for sure. I mean, it's the same... I don't get what you're trying to say. I don't see how that changes at all. If you're trying to cast a blue spell... Mm-hmm then you're going to be rolling blue dice. But if you're trying to cast, like, a blue and red spell, then you're going to be rolling blue and red dice. Yeah, but I like the idea that you don't know what spell you're going to... Like, you have to choose the spell you're going to cast based on that, the colors you're, you're dealt with. The colors that show up on your dice. So, Oh, I was under the impression that we had a die for each color. Yeah, okay, yes, yeah, we do. And so, the blue dice has three blank sides and three sides with a blue symbol on it, right? That's true for all the dice, let's just say, for example. Okay. And you have a three in blue, a three in black, and then one in the other three colors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the beginning of your turn of combat, you roll all of these dice together. Mm -hmm. And based on the symbols you get, now you can, like, choose a spell. And the spell has to be able, you have to be able to cast it with the colors you have. Does that make sense? You don't know what spell you're going to be able to cast because you don't know what symbols you're going to get. And if you rolled no blue, like, bummer, you can't cast a, blue, a, a spell that has a blue in its casting cost this turn. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you have, and now if you make your blue score really high, there's a very high chance it'll produce a lot of blue symbols. But that's not always, you know what I mean? But in that way, then you're going to have less to cast other color spells. Does that make sense? But if you always, like, choose the color then you're just going to choose the color that you need, which is fine. I, it's just a different way of playing. That's like more like, I know what spell I'm going to cast, and I'm just rolling the color. This is like, I don't know what spell I can even cast yet. I have to see, I have to work with what I'm dealt with. Yeah, okay. There's... I see what you're, what you're saying now. I see what you're saying now. I get, I get it. You wanted to leave that, like, that the doors open so that... You adapt to the yeah, situation. Yeah, you have, you have, you have, yeah, yeah, you have to adapt because otherwise you're just like swinging your sword every turn, like in D and D, which gets boring. But this way you have to adapt, and maybe you have to, you're doing a different thing every turn because of the 
colors that you get, you know what I mean? Yes. I have two things. First, yeah. that would mean that we need to have... With what I, what I was saying is where you choose a spell to cast, and then you roll the appropriate dice that you think is appropriate to cast the spell, and if you get enough, then you cast it. Right. That has its own built-in, like, DC, you know? And yeah, it's some difficulty yeah, I, I, rating, you know? Sure. And if we don't have that, then we need to introduce it in some other sort of way. Because if, like... I I, feel, I think, like, it, it doesn't feel as rewarding if you can just, like... Oh, I'm really good at getting this spell off that does damage. And you can just get free damage every turn, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. We do need to find a way to limit that. Even what I was saying... There's no limit to that. Like, at the beginning of every turn, you roll a die. It's like, what? You have infinite mana all the time, then. You know what I mean? In that mm -hmm. sense. Outside of combat, at least. And... So, yes, there's st still a way to limit it. Also, I feel like there is kind of a DC built in. In the sense that, like... The spells you prepared, like... When you roll those dice, you don't have enough to cast a lot of your spells. Maybe you can only cast some of the, the minor spells that cost, like, that are really cheap. That they don't really have a big effect or whatever. Or maybe you can't cast anything at all. Like, I feel like that's... I feel like the, the DC is still built in. I just feel like it puts more emphasis on choosing scores for your colors. Like, that that makes that more important, in my opinion. I just don't... With the other version, like, I just don't see the point in, like, having different scores in your colors. Like, I don't really understand the point in that. Does that make sense? Having... What do you mean? Having, like, diff having like investing in colors that you aren't going to be using yeah because the other one we're talking about like let's say you have like you can roll a maximum of 10 dice a day yeah like what's the what's the point of scores in your colors at all that was that's the max amount of dice that you can roll at one like one turn of that color okay 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 uh, okay i kind of see what you're saying yeah, so, so like if you have a three you and red, have, you can roll you, three red dice max per turn. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, so that like if you are monocolored, you can cast bigger spells. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And if you don't, and you choose a spell beforehand, and if you don't get the colors, you can't cast it. Or, yeah, that just seems so, so bad. Like. <laughs> So depending on the dice, like, what about, like, you can still roll, but then, depending on the colors, you can still choose your spell. Then we need I to have like some more, more sort of way to see, like, if it hits, or if they fail a saving throw, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Like, should we have that? Or, like, the spell just goes off if you get the colors that you need? But then, think about it on the other way around. You know? It kind of feels bad that, like, you have no way of avoiding an attack, you know? No, sure. Sure, sure, sure. But, I mean, even even with the, uh, the other version, which I, I don't know my opinion yet which one I like better, like choosing a spell and then seeing if you're able to cast it, mm -hmm. even with that, should there be some sort of, like, resistance or whatever? No, like, like, the amount that you need to be able to cast it is, like, rolling to hit. It is, that... It 
That that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that is the that is like the DC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, 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 I think, get what I you're think, saying. Like, oh, fine. how does, does that devolve into I swing my sword every round? And I think that just comes down to how unique we can and applicable we can make each spell. You know, we don't want to just I, I, making I, a lot of damage spells. I agree. And also, like, a lot of the colors, like, don't do damage. Yeah. Yeah, because I think your character also has, like, weapons and stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Because at the earlier levels, right, you only have a maximum of rolling ten dice a day. You can't cast a spell every turn in combat, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you do have to, like, have other things. I was also thinking, by the way, in Magic there are, like, artifacts and, like, equipment and stuff. And, like, things where, like, once on the battlefield, you can pay mana... To like activate its ability mm -hmm. so like what if you can also spend your dice to like activate abilities of magic items and stuff you have yeah exactly i think that's... i think that's also pretty cool yeah i think that's something we could definitely do but, okay hmm. uh, okay i like this mm -hmm. so spell wise depending on your level you have the max amount of dice you can roll a day yeah and when you want to cast a spell, you can only roll a maximum amount of dice of that color equal to the score in it. Yes. Got it. <clears throat> and you have a certain amount of spells you know and a certain amount you've prepared. Mm-hmm. Okay. Transitioning to things like weapon attacks, skills. Yes. How do we translate this dice system to that? Hmm. I think it's... For it's a bit harder to I, choose I, what <laughs> colors attributed to what skill with, you know, colors instead of strength and dexterity and I mean, yeah, kind of I I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. I'm going to look up the I'm looking up the color pie magic right now. So like white is peace, law, structure, selflessness, equality. Blue is knowledge, deception. Caution, perfecting. Black is power, self-interest, death, sacrifice, uninhibition. Red is freedom, emotion, active impulse, destruction. Green is nature, wildlife, connection, spirit, tradition. You know, I, I mean, I think we can kind of have things where, like, blue is kind of like the intelligence ability. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I think there's room for... I think it's possible to do that. What's athletics? I'd say red or green. Or do we have it? Uh, th that's so much simpler. We just use like, oh, like what's like, uh, what fits this, the situation? You know. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, you're right. You're exactly right. Okay, here, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Each skill has its own score. Okay. Mm -hmm. And skills are not attributed to colors. Okay. When you make a skill check, you ch the, whatever the skill yeah, is, like what the yeah, activity you're yeah, trying to do, yeah. and then how you're applying it is the color. You add those. That's how many dice you roll. And the DC is how many amount of symbols you have to get. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. Uh, but for the skills, like what dice are you rolling? Just the same as whatever color you chose. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. 
I think that That's works. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that works. Yeah, yeah. And so then you have to like explain to the GM like how, how you're doing it. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? Is mm -hmm. this color? Um. Okay. Okay. All right. So we got that figured out. I, I like that because right. that's like one of my. I really like thinking like, oh, like I want to make like a strength intimidation check like that. I don't know, just like and yeah, have yeah, to yeah, describe yeah, yeah. how I do it. That that's really cool to me. I know what you mean. So I like okay, that. What about how we do that with skills? How do we do weapon attacks? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, this is a bit different. <laughs> yeah. And, like, because you'll also be fighting, like, monsters and stuff, so, like, all their claw attacks mm -hmm. and all that stuff, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we have... Okay. This spitball in here. We yeah. have weapons of each color. Right. Uh, and, and then like uh, colorless ones that are just worse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you roll for colorless ones? Your lowest score. Maybe. <laughs> no, the, the, the thing is. How do we make it difficult to hit? Yeah. Is yeah, it know, like uh Well, I mean the DC like a DC okay. like an armor class, right? That's what I was thinking. But what if instead it was uh like you each like weapon has like a cost, like a spell, you know? Mm-hmm. And then enemies... Oh, that's the to hit. Yeah, that's the to hit. And the way that it okay. changes like per enemy is that... Um, like, harder enemies will have things, like, say, like, on the stat blocks, like, requires, you know, plus two to hit. Okay, sure, So you'll be sure, able to pay sure. this, the cost and more. Okay, what dice are you rolling? The same dice. No, but I mean, like, how many dice? Like, how do you choose how, many, how much dice you're Like, what color or whatever are you oh, rolling? Oh, uh-huh. You, you, you know, you, you, you just, you, you do. <laughs> the only way I can think is if every weapon has to be a color. Yeah. And you just roll the, that weapon's color. Yeah. I think in that case, you don't have a weapon has a cost to activate. I think you just have an armor class at that, po in that point. Okay. And you're trying um, to get an amount of successes equal to the armor class. Sure. And if we want to make it exactly like skills, we can also have... There's, like, different weapon skills for, like, heavy melee and light melee and stuff. And you also add that. Just like how in skills, you also add the skill. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then... Enemies can have vulnerabilities and resistances by colors. By so if color, you're hit by a green yeah. weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's like a green monster getting hit by a green weapon doesn't do as much. Mm -hmm. Then like a red one, um, which hurts it, you know, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because fire hurts trees. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. 
Okay, and then I guess I guess weapons can also have like your option of color. Yeah. Okay, but what about multicolor weapons? Then do you roll both colors? Are there just not multicolored weapons? Okay, okay. What if um we change skills up so that it's not wait no. Err Never mind, that doesn't work. Um Or like if it's multicolored, that means that just means you can choose which color. But then again, being monocolored is just so much more advantageous because mm -hmm. if you're attacking with a red weapon, you get six dice. But like if you're black blue, at least when you have a black blue weapon, you're combining both your black and your blue, which is like six, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like the same as the red. It's just it's a this is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> the only way I can think is that weapons are not colored. No, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> I have no idea how you do this. Yeah. <laughs> this part is rough. Like, ah. this is definitely a a rough a rough one. Yeah, the weapons. I just, and that just doesn't make sense. That like weapons are colors too. Mm -hmm. Like certain can't, certain ones can, but those are more like magical items. I'm yeah. thinking. Uh. <laughs> what if? Uh huh. In addition. To the colors, we add another. <laughs> oh boy! Skill okay. Or whatever ability, the c colorless. You know? No, I already hate. No, I yeah. don't think this is gonna work already. Um. Ah. That's a toughie. Is a toughie. <laughs> That's a real toughie. I honestly don't. I I can't think of anything. I was Maybe. thinking like we could attribute it the different weapon skills to the colors, but that's still weird. What were you gonna say? Mm. <sighs> no, mine doesn't make much sense either. I think this is one of the ones that we uh we gotta say that ah we'd figure it out if we actually started building this game. We'd figure it out eventually. But <laughs> I don't want to get stuck on. I don't want to get yeah. stuck on this. Kind of stuck on this point here. Weapon attacks yeah, and. Yeah, but like skills, cool, makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, spells are all cool. Wait, so if we're doing like, wait, so are we doing to hit then? Like, you have to get a number to hit. Or are we? I, I don't know. We haven't, we haven't figured cost? out how weapon. Right. Well, you were saying that the DC is built into the cost, right? Yeah, but that. Then you're saying like, oh, but that doesn't work with weapons. Yeah, it doesn't really work with weapons. Because spells are something totally different. Mm -hmm. They're they're much different. Like in D&D, like spells and like weapon attacks are kind of similar. But like in this, I feel like spells are like... Are quite different. Like they do just a ton of different stuff. And I feel like they, they can work differently. Mm -hmm. Since it's like built around spells. You know what I mean? Okay. 
I think that's fine and cool we have so far, other than like weapon attacks, which we'd, we'd have to figure out. Yeah. I think we should kind of break down just a bit, like, the kinds of spells that you would find in each color, or like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. To kind of get a good idea of that. Um, so we'll just go in color order, starting with white. Obviously. Healing. Healing. <laughs> Healing, for sure, is, I think, a, a big one. Um, white also has a lot of, like, uh, in the game has a lot of, like, I don't know what to call these. So, the only thing that's in my head right now, which is not completely appropriate to this, is, like, neuter effects. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> effects that, like, stop, like, you restrain a creature from attacking and blocking. Yeah. Or from activating abilities, like, you neuter them. You don't destroy them. Or anything like that, you're just, it's, like... It's prevention. You're rest Yeah, it's prevention. So, I feel like shield, spells... Um... Okay. That maybe affect weapon attacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're, white is a color of peace and law and order and structure as well. Also, white is kind of like the... Um, the go-wide the go strategy, which is a strategy where you have a ton of creatures. Um, whereas other colors like green are typically go-long, which is like you have a couple big creatures. So, I think maybe also, like, buffing effects for your whole party. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That feels white. Whereas green spells may be more, like, giving one person, like, yeah, a Yeah, singular person buffs. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Cool. Uh, next up is blue. Blue, I think, you know, we can obviously get some, like, battlefield control kind of things going on. Yeah. Uh, charm effects for sure. Charms, yep. Um, you know, how, how would you kind of represent, like, gaining knowledge? Because, like, in the card game, it's, like, looking at the top of your deck or, like, drawing mm -hmm. cards. Mm -hmm. You know, like, maybe do they gain access to more spells, maybe? Or stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Though that's not, like, a spell. That's just, like, a, a blue f class feature, essentially, is, mm -hmm. like... But, uh, but it's not doesn't exist. We don't have, like, classes like that. Is it too late to add, like, a hand? No. I mean, we're an hour in. But we're an hour let, in. Let me hear, I'll, hear you, I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. Because I think we can add sort of the spirit of what you're talking about, of how yeah. each yeah. turn is going to be different, because you're not always going to have this the exact spell that you want, or exact same spell each turn. Mm-hmm. If what you have available I, to you I, is yes. kind of randomized. So so there's cards in the game. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of I'm digging this, though. It just, you know, is it just just like magic? Yeah, it's point? not I mean, just no, not magic cards, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, It's yeah, not a role-playing game where we role-play and then we go into combat. It's a normal <laughs> uh, modern game, game, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, not that. No, 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 for sure. I mean, because obviously, like the spells, like even though it may have the same name as like a magic spell, like the rules are different in this. So. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of dope, isn't it? Okay. So then, here's the thing. Uh huh. You don't have a maximum amount of like dice you roll, right? 
It's just the amount of cards in your hand, right? Or how, how does it work then? That's the thing. If we now have a hand, mm -hmm. things are, are a bit different. Yeah, yeah. We're an hour in and we're reinventing things. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I just don't think that we have time to. But it's super cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. And if we ever come back to this, I think that's cool. But yeah, I mean, blue, you know, charm effects, counterspell. <laughs> counterspell. <laughs> counterspell. <laughs> Obviously. Um, blue is the color of counterspells. Um, also, fly. Fly is like white and blue. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. Big thing. I really want to incorporate keywords into this. Having vigilance and having trample and flying and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, is there a cool way we can do that? Like, if that's kind of like the last big thing we talk about today. Is the keywords? I would love, I would love to figure that out. Yeah. Okay. If we can somehow incorporate that. Oh, but just to finish going down the list so we don't, like... Yeah. You have, okay, black. Um, you are sacrificing your own life to do things and um, animating dead and necrotic things. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Also, black has a lot of, like, destroying creatures. It's really easy for black, but, like, you know, you can't really do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean... I guess just, like, damage. Something like that. Something. Black's a little rough for me. Mm -hmm. um, red, pretty obvious. Damage dealing things. Yeah. And they're also the like, color of like hasty creatures, so like, uh, you know, very fast things. Mm -hmm. I mean, like damage. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of red, so. <laughs> and then green is like ways of rolling extra dice, right? For more mana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, summoning big elementals. Uh, you know, red can summon some, like, little fiery elementals and stuff as well, I guess. I guess all of them kind of can. And, you know, um, yeah, green is, like, big stompiness. Big stompiness. All right. Sure. Okay. Right, my mind Moving is just still on how uh, a hand or deck would play out. Oh, my gosh. It's actually so cool. Maybe we should do a, a part two. Yeah, but, maybe, maybe uh, this is, like, version one. This is version one. We'll version come back to a. this later. <laughs> We'll revise it. <laughs> uh, but finally, like, keywords. I'd love to figure out how to incorporate keywords into, like, a role-playing game. Mm -hmm. No right. idea how. Yeah. Fly is obvious. <laughs> because then I want spells that, like, give creatures those things, right? Yeah. Like, give people those things. Like, that's cool. I don't think Death Touch works. <laughs> By the way, for our listeners, in Magic, if you have Death Touch, as long as you deal one damage or something, you kill that creature. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that works. Or, hey, never say never. I think we just have to figure out how to make it work. Figure out how to make instant... I mean, okay, okay, because here's dying. the thing. A lot of these are really weird. A lot of these are weird. Yeah. How to incorporate trample and vigilance. So we do have to think out of the box here. And so I feel trample like we can is like, like even to... if something... Louis and Corporate Trample is like, even if something fails to hit or something, you still deal some damage. Mm hmm. Well, 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 Trample isn't necessarily. Like, spells don't have Trample. But people do. Mm hmm. So, what is, like, a person with Trample? Like, I feel like that would apply mostly to, like, the weapon attacks and stuff, yeah. right? 
Yeah, I think it means like is, is, is some there, of the damage goes like a, through. Yeah, is there like a soak in this game maybe that you get from like the armor that you're wearing or whatever? And like white is also good at like improving your soak. Um, soak is, by the way, from like the, the Genesis system, which is essentially like every time you take damage, you reduce it by a certain amount. Uh, and maybe we could also incorporate like color soak. Yeah. Like that's what resistances are and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. But like trample ignores soak. Or it just works like pierce, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Trample, vigilance. Oh, what the heck is vigilance, man? I don't know about vigilance, dude. Because in the game, it means basically if you attack with a creature, you can't block with it. The next when your opponent's on your opponent's turns. So vigilance means that even if you attack with a creature on your turn, you'll still be able to block with it. Mm -hmm. So what the heck does that do? Maybe we don't even. Maybe we don't have enough time for this. Yeah. <laughs> and then what else is that? There's haste, mm -hmm. which means that a creature can attack the turn it comes down. Usually you can't do that in Magic. A creature with haste just gets a bonus to initiative. Bonus. Um, there's haste. Here I guess bonus flying. To I mean flying. I feel like is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> you can fly. Um, life link means that when you, the creature deals damage, you gain that much life. That makes sense. Yeah. Life with dealing damage obvious, with, I think. Yeah, with your spells and weapons and stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, death touch is definitely hard. And then there's hexproof, which means you can't be the target of spells. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that um, one's making it. I disagree. I just think it's, like, very limited. Okay. Like, you have hexproof, hexproof for one turn. I don't think that's out of the question. You know what I mean? I mean, okay, we have to change it, though, because, like, Hexproof in Magic the Gathering, the game, the card game, mm -hmm. things can still be attacked, you know? Yeah. And just like in this, you can still be attacked with weapons, you just can't be targeted with, targeted with spells. Hmm. I think that's actually one of the easiest ones. I feel like that's pretty obvious. <laughs> No, I, th I I agree. It's obvious. I'm just saying, like, is it balanced? It's strong. It's strong. Yeah. For sure. Which is why, like, you have to do it in small doses, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Death touch, flying visions. I mean, that's kind of. Is that all of them? There's also like special ones for each set, but um. Oh, double strike, first strike. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's Death Touch, Defender, which is a creature that with Defender can't attack. Um, <laughs> uh, double Strike, I'm not going to explain. It, this, it's really good. Um, first Strike is a little bit worse than Double Strike. Flash. Oh my god. Okay, there's so much stuff. Indestructible. Wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, by the way. Oh, Menace. Menace. Sheesh, yeah, there's so many things. Oh my. Reach, Trample, and Vigilance. Alright, I think... Vigilance. What if, like, attacking or like mm -hmm. using like a damage spell mm -hmm. uh, means it like attacks against you, disregard your soak until end of turn or until <laughs> your turn, you know? 
okay. Okay. Uh, and then uh, vigilance means that like you don't do that. Yeah, I think we gotta. I think we gotta rain. rain yeah. check the keywords. I could. I would love to put them in here. Mhm. Mm for sure. For and sure. figure out a, a place for all of them. It's just a little, <laughs> a little difficult. <laughs> yeah, and these things take time. I feel like, for sure. But I think we have like a core. Yeah, I think we have an interesting idea here. Yeah. And we have an interesting secondary idea too. <laughs> Can you kind of like recap? All right. Like everything that we've kind of talked about. So, you have different attributes, each attributed to one of the colors in Magic: The Gathering. You have a score in them. That is mm -hmm. the max amount of dice you can roll of that score, of that color. When you, when you start to cast a spell. Yes, when you're casting a spell. Yeah, and the dice of that color are what? You mean like how many sides do they have? Yeah, but like, yeah, like, is it like it's six sided dice, like two blank, and then like three, one, and then like one has like two symbols or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay, cool. Then, to cast spells in this version, which is goes hand in hand with attacking with weapons, spells mm -hmm. have a cost, and to you choose. Wait, no, no, wait. Right? We haven't figured. It, we didn't figure out attacking with weapons. No, I know, but I mean, like, you can attack spell. Like, it's not just spells. Spells aren't the only thing in the game. We didn't oh, figure sure. out weapons, though. So. Yeah. You have a cost, spells have a cost, you choose amount of dice, for each dice that you choose to roll for a spell, you subtract that from the max amount of dice that you can roll per day for spells. You roll, if you get enough symbols, the spell goes off, which is what we have so far for spells. I have a question, if you don't, are the dice expended still? Mm. I think that's a balancing question, but anyway. That is a balancing question, and... Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We still have yeah. a lot of things to figure out. Yeah, and, and yeah, and the spells that you know are from a generic list and also from your home plane. Mm-hmm. Which I think is really cool. And will the story go into different places and let you take things from those places. Yeah, and then, you know, it's just like it's just like D&D or any other kind of, like, adventure-based RPG. You're, you form a party... At the beginning, you maybe all just recently ignited your Planeswalker spark, right? Maybe you still have no idea kind of what's going on. Mm -hmm. You don't exactly maybe know that you're a Planeswalker yet or, like, how to even use your Planeswalking power. And just like D&D, you all start on the same world, and, you know, you go on adventures, and then you guys begin to Planeswalk to other places. Essentially, though it is kind of like other worlds, it's just like in D&D, like, traveling to other locations, you know, essentially. Other, like, continents or whatever. And... um you know, doing stuff there, and just like D&D, &D, going on adventures, and maybe there's like a big bad that you're trying to follow the plot, and as you level up, you get access to more spells and more powerful spells, and you can increase your colors so you can cast more powerful spells. This is like the most okay. unenthused, like, description <laughs> ever. Like, we just spent like an hour and a half, like, brainstorming ideas with <laughs> such like passion and <laughs> intensity yeah. and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah so you like do stuff 
there might be like a big baddie at the end or something. You like travel different planes, but it's like going to a different continent. <laughs> oh, we also have to figure out like if we can like cripple like graveyards. Like once you expend a spell, you've used it up. But with black, you can use it again. Anyway. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out or something. <laughs> Anywho, this is a cool skeleton. Like this sounds awesome. Yeah. I know I was talking with a very uninspired voice, but this like is so cool. Yeah, I think this is really cool. If you work at Wizards of the Coast, Wizards of the Coast, <laughs> and you're listening to this, uh, why? Uh, and then secondly, um, hire us. Hit us up. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, no, I mean that's. Like, that's a really dope start. I, I do want to come back to this one day, I think. Yeah. This is uh, one that I really wanna, want to come if, back to. If you have ideas that you thought of while we are talking, uh, like how to do weapon attacks, we'd like that. Um, you know, talk to us uh, on Instagram at d20 underscore academy. DM us or comment or comment on one of our YouTube videos. Um, get into our Discord. Uh, we discuss with us there. And also, like, let us know if you enjoy this and, like, you do kind of want to see the progression of this game. And if you're interested in, in seeing what else we can we can do with this, and if, if we come back to this, you know, incorporating keywords and a hand of cards, <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like, that's like a whole other ballpark. Yeah, thing. that's a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah, so let us know. Let us know. Okay, cool. Alright. Uh, any, any final words oh. of wisdom? Um... In a theoretical future where this game exists, uh, what is like the commander version? This is the commander version. This is the <laughs> yeah, commander I, version. You know, <laughs> sure. Uh, hey guys, next week I think we're doing a class rebuild. Not next week. Next uh, episode. Next, next week. Next episode, we're doing uh, another class rebuild, I think. Um, which is on what? Rogue. rogue. Woo! Hoo -hoo. It's a rogue. That's exciting. It's a rogue's turn. It's a it's a it's a little roguey rogue. Yep, that's what I like to say. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my right, my guys, rogue uh, rogue. Nice. Please review us on whatever platform listening to uh, to this podcast on. And review us and favorably. And share it with your friends. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you was bad, yeah, you know, I you guess could. if you didn't like it, I guess. But if you didn't like it, why are you still listening to us an hour and twenty minutes in? <laughs> All right, uh, okay. <laughs> bye bye. Until next time, play a mystic. Till next time, <laughs> play a mystic. <laughs> it's like the five colors of magic, and then the mystic color. <laughs> uh, okay.